can't relate to cancel culture, hookup culture, or victim culture? Well, neither could we. We created this platform for those other girls. Girls like us who want to give a different perspective from a Christian and conservative worldview. We talk about life, relationships, work, pop culture, and true crime from a Christian conservative perspective. Let's be those other girls that don't just talk about culture, but change culture and bring back traditional values. The views expressed on this podcast are our own and do not reflect our employers. Enjoy! Hello, Anti-Abortion Social Club. We are now officially the post-Roe generation. Yay! So now, abortion is illegal in all 50 states. There is a pregnancy resource center for every 1,000 pregnant women in America. Porn usage has gone down, human trafficking has decreased, and attendance to theologically sound churches has increased tremendously. This is America. We did it, Joe. This is it. This is it. Okay. That's not realistically what is happening right now. If you look outside, that's not going on. But if you're wondering what is happening, this is the podcast you want to listen to. I'm going to talk about what is actually going to change and what we can do also as well, because we are not just women who talk about culture. We are women who change culture. We are women of action. So if you want to know what's going to go on now in this post-Roe America, keep listening. Okay, so post-Roe America, I have a couple of articles I'm going to read to you guys. That's why I'm going to be looking down occasionally. And we're going to go over uh, different things that we can do. How do we get active um, as well? Because I know there's a lot of confusion. I think a lot of people, and I've said this tons of times on other podcasts that I've done on this topic since we started talking about it, um, is people are also thinking that, all right, abortion is now illegal, so... Uh, all the Planned Parenthoods are going to be boarded up and there's going to be women who are in the middle of the streets who are bleeding from having back alley abortion. And that's not what's going to happen either. Really, not much is going to change. Um, and let's go over it. So I'm going to be uh, reading something that the ADF, they are the Alliance Defending Freedom. Their legal blog has put out what exactly is going to go. They are the legal... They do a lot of legal things, so they know more about the legality. They know more about what's going to happen when it comes to actual policy and things like that than, you know, Mary Sue, who writes for The New Yorker. Okay. So what if Roe v. Wade is overturned is the headlining? And now we can say, now that it is overturned, since abortion was not viewed as a federal issue before Roe v. Wade, regulations on abortion were left to the states. And that's what we've been saying this whole time. Not much is going to change. It's just going to go back to the state. So realistically, our job is not over. It's not even close to being over, especially in states. For example, I live in North Carolina. North Carolina is not going to change anything. 
Um, so we still have a fight. States such as uh, Texas, as you know, is going to outlaw abortion completely. And we'll go over that in a little bit. Um, most states either had pro-life laws or either had outstanding ab- abortion entirely or only permitted in rare cases such as rape, incest, or the life of the mother was in danger. Roe overturned pro-life laws of nearly every state. If When, now that Roe is overturned, these states will again be able to protect life. What will happen in your particular state now that it's overturned? It depends on the law of the states. Organizations that are both friendly and unfriendly to the pro-life movement are tracking what a post-Roe world will look like in each state. There's going to be different categories. There are pre-Roe laws, and these are laws that existed prior to 1973, but remain unenforced due to Roe. And if Roe was reversed, these laws, most of which are strongly pro-life, could be enforced once again. Then there are trigger laws. I'm sure you guys have heard a lot about these, because I've listened to a couple of... um, pro-aborts, and they talk a lot about trigger laws. These are laws that will go into effect should now that Roe has been overturned. And numerous states have trigger laws. We're going to go over the ones that do. Um, and then pro-abortion laws. Several states have pro-abortion laws that codify a right to abortion in the state law. These will remain in effect if Roe is reversed. Now that Roe is The Pro-Life Family Policy Alliance has a map of each state that contains a summary of laws concerning the protection of the pre-born, the rights of parents, medical professionals, and safety health of the women. How will the overturning of Roe v. Wade affect medical professionals? This is a great question. Now that Roe v. Wade is reversed, states will be better, will be able to better protect the conscious rights of medical professionals. The conscious rights of medical professionals who see abortion as a violation of their earth oath to do no harm. So what this means is there's people who do not want to perform abortions, but when you are in certain, um, when you're in school and when you are at certain hospitals, they technically, a lot of times you're supposed to do it. But now that Roe is going to be reversed, it'll help them be able to express they can't. They don't feel it is right conscious lies. And also, I'm pretty sure you can get a religious exemption. I think that is a possibility right now. But now you can do it with conscious. Because some people aren't religious that are pro-life. Because you don't have to be religious to be pro-life. You just have to value life. That's really required. Um, <laughs> pro-life legislation, like Mississippi's, will help guard the integrity of the medical professions and ensure that doctors and other medical professionals can protect life instead of destroying it. Here's This is the big thing. Now that Roe is overturned, is this the complete end and abolition of abortion, which is what we want. This podcast, those part of this brand, we would like a complete abolition of abortion. So here we go. No matter the outcome of the Dobbs case, which we know now was success for life, um, there is still much work to be done to end abortion. Now that the Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, we will rejoice at the additional protections that will be afforded to preborn children and their mothers. But many states will protect life. Other states will, other states have passed or at least attempt to pass laws that will do the exact opposite. Overturning Roe v. Wade is a 
crucial step, but it's only the beginning. And I've been saying this since the beginning. The pro-life movement must continue to work to protect life as a human right for everyone. Um, so this map that Students for Life put out, states that have trigger laws are Texas, Louisiana, Mississippi, Kentucky, Tennessee, um, North Dakota, South Dakota, Idaho, and Utah. Sorry, I'm like reading it to make sure. That was a weird, super long pause. Um, and Utah. So these are states that once it's overturned, the things will change in their states. So the rest, there's states that have pre-laws. So Arizona, Oklahoma, half of Alabama, I'm not quite sure what that means. Um, Georgia, West Virginia, Wyoming, and Michigan. Sorry, that's not Wyoming. Yes, that's Wyoming. No, not Wyoming. Wisconsin. <laughs> Wisconsin and Michigan. Um, these are states that already have stuff that will just revert back to that as well, um, that will revert back to the laws that they had. So my point being, the rest of these states have work to do. You, If you are in a state such as California and New York, they're going to do the exact opposite of Texas. Everyone, please listen to the press release that um, Live Action put out. And it's talking in the press release. They have the leader of the Family Council, I believe he's Family Council. Um, he talks about um, what California wants to do. And that release, he talks about how California wants to be able to pay for people to come to California to have their abortions. They also, um, the hospital where the press release was held is a hospital that trains people specifically. They want to give scholarships for people to learn to do the abortion, to do abortion procedures. So this, these states, they're, though it is, we're, everything's good. We're glad that it has overturned. There's going to be states who are going to be going, who are retaliating to the extreme. They're going to be going all the way to the extreme. And if you live in a state like this, this is really good information to know. You need to know this because you need to be prepared to lobby. You need to be prepared to talk to your friends. You need to be prepared to vote because these are things that who's going to be voting for this? The state legislators. I'll get to that in a second. I'm about to go to a whole other section. I want to do that section last. Um, so the next thing. So I also really wanted to talk about this really quick. What is going to be the next, um, the next step, I guess? What's going to be the next thing with abortion? And the next thing is going to be the um, availability of abortion pills. They're already pushing this in anticipation for the overturn. They've been pushing this for a long time. Now that it, you know, we're speaking because it has been overturned. They're excited, they're happy, they're ready, and they have something already in place for this. So what's next with abortion access? This is from abortionprocedures.com, um, a very, very good website to have in your tool belt. Um, this is a website that you can have put in your notes and 
whenever you're having conversation with someone, if it gets to a point where you can tell they don't understand what an abortion is, or if it gets to a point where you're having a conversation and you can tell that they might be, they're a little confused or they've never actually seen an abortion, this website is amazing. It's by live action and they have videos and they also have former abortionists, people who actually have done the procedure. They are on the website. They're on these videos talking about what happens. Um, so I got this from abortionprocedures.com. So abortion pills, they are taken in the first trimester medical abortion. A medical or chemical abortion is a non-surgical form of abortion in which the woman takes pills containing mifeprestone, RU468, and misoprestol to end the life of the baby. I'm just going to say mif and miso because obviously I cannot pronounce these words. Okay. This procedure is formed during the first trimester of pregnancy. The drugs are approved by the FDA to use up to 10 weeks since the first day of her last menstrual period. The woman visits an abortion clinic or doctor's office and ingests these pills containing mife at the clinic. So that's the first pill. The drug blocks the action of the hormone called progesterone, which naturally produced by the mother's body to enable the mother to sustain and nourish pregnancy. When MIFE blocks progesterone, the lining of the mother's uterus breaks down, cutting off blood and nourishment to the baby who then dies inside the mother's womb. 24 hours to 48 hours later, the mother ingests another drug called MISO administered orally or vaginally, which causes contractions and bleeding to expel the baby from the womb. If a mother changes her mind after taking the first pill, she might still be able to save her baby, especially if she has not ingested the second drug. To increase her chances of saving the baby, progesterone must be administered as soon as possible to counteract the effects of the first pill. Helpful guidance, resources, and stories of successful abortion pill reversals are available at abortionpillreversal.com. So that is what happens with these pills. And I just want to let you guys know, there are, you can get these online. You can get these pills online. You can order them and they'll come. There are a lot, a lot of states who are putting forth legislation to at least stop this, to stop this telemedicine, this, the ability to get these pills online. As you can see, this is very dangerous. You cannot, um, it's not healthy to just take, especially whenever I think of, I think of just young girls who, you know, realize they're pregnant and they're just trying to do a quick and easy, okay, what can I do really quick to to get this over with? And I just really want this over. And blah, 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 blah. like, this is what I think of when I think of them. Um, so, yeah. So, this is the next step. And I want to read what stage of pregnancy this happens, what's going on in week eight and week nine. During this stage of pregnancy, the preborn child is developed rapidly, is developing rapidly. 
at four to five weeks after last missed period, since the first day of the mother's last period, and just two to three weeks following fertilization, which is conception, the baby's organs start to develop and the heart begins to beat. These developmental milestones often take place before the mother even knows she's pregnant. At eight weeks, the preborn baby's hands and feet are developing, the neural pathways in her brain start to form, the child is constantly moving in the womb, although the mother cannot feel it. By nine weeks, the child can suck her thumb, open her eyes, close her jaw, stretch, and sigh. And the baby's teeth are beginning to form and the heart completes, divided into four chambers. And what's really sad is this pill, the abortion pill, can be taken up to this point when all these things are going on. So, uh, we still have work to do, everyone. I also want to talk really quick before we get into what to do. I want to talk really quick about the next couple of days. I really, I'm going to be honest, I am concerned about what's going to happen in the next couple of days. I know that they are planning a summer of rage. If you just Google summer of rage, I think it's like Ruth's Revenge. Um, they have lots of things. They're going to be attacking pregnancy resource centers. They're going to be attacking prominent pro-lifers. They're going to, I mean, the justices, I hope, thank God it's summer. But for example, Justice uh, Barrett's children, they can go someplace else. They don't have to miss school. Same with Justice Kavanaugh. I believe his, at least one of his daughters is still in school. Um, so these, you know, thank God these people, um, Thank God that they're going to be able to be somewhere else because, I mean, they're going to be attacking. We already saw it. We covered it on this channel, on this podcast, that they, someone came to attack Justice Kavanaugh, came to murder. That's what he said. He wanted to murder Justice Kavanaugh. So it's going to get like this. And unfortunately, I see it getting worse before it gets better. What do we do? First thing is we definitely need to pray. Pray for safety. Um, I know that even... In little small towns, people are concerned. They are, you know, trying to get security. And it's just, it's scary times we live in. So first thing we should be doing is we should be praying. We should be praying for protection and safety, especially if you yourself cannot physically do anything at this time. Prayer is so important. Um, and it's not the last resort. It's the first resort. It's the first thing we should do. And also ask God for guidance to see, like, what he wants you to do in this situation. Second thing is to try to contact your pregnancy resource center and ask them specifically. What you can do is you can type in pregnancy resource center near me and find the ones in your town and just contact them and ask them specifically, what do they need? I think they're going to, I wanna just say, I wanna say donate, donate, donate. Of course they're gonna need donations, but your specific pregnancy resource center might need a little bit more because of different things. For example, the pregnancy center in Asheville, they're going to need finances because as you guys saw, it was destroyed. Paintings, have, like uh, they wrote on it, graffiti. That's what I was looking for. They graffitied it. There is lots of things that, you know, yeah. So they're, they're going to need help. 
Um, that's the first thing. Second thing is um, get involved locally. Find your Students for Life local chapter, Pro-Life Future local chapter, uh, Right to Life local chapter, and reach out to them. Ask them what do they need, how can you do things, because we're going to have to fight. Now our also fight is even more in the legal field. We're going to have to be voting, voting everyone these midterms, not just the federal level, which is very important. Don't get me wrong. We see the Senate race in North Carolina, very important. It's going to be one of the biggest, one of the biggest races in the country because we see how important the Senate is. The Senate is what helps confirm, what help confirm the justices that are keeping the constitution. The Senate also has helped um, blocking legislation that is going to hurt American people. So we see how important the federal level is, but now you also should see how important the state level is. Your state representatives are also very important. You need to contact someone who is in your state. You can do your right to life, um, your students for life, state captain. They have a C4, I believe, in every state, or reach out to them. Contact them, the Family Research Council in your state. Contact them and see how you can help. Who are the candidates that are, are actively pro-life, that are not just, because now here's one thing too, we need to make sure that we are putting our feet on the necks of these candidates that are saying they're pro-life and they're going to be pro-life um, for the whole life, that they're going to be voting pro-life. got to keep our foot on their necks. Um, so go do that. Get involved with that. And like I said, you guys, vote Vote, 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 vote. You can also testify. There's different times you're able to testify um, to explain why you think that um, there needs to be a heartbeat bill, why you think that there needs to be a ban of um, the chemical abortion pills in the mail. A lot of states are going to be doing those type of legislations um, where you need a Life at Conception Act. Uh, there are times where you can testify. Get involved. Try to be as active in that as you can. And even if you can't testify, you can always help stuff mailers for the Pregnancy Resource Center or even for candidates. You can always help with um, making phone calls, do door knocking. There's a lot of things you are able to do and we cannot sit back. We have to be active in this. And we're going to say we are women who not only want to uh, be, a, not only talk about culture, we want to change culture. We have to take some action. We have to do things conversations with your friends. I think it's going to be a hot topic in a lot of conversations. There are some people who I'm friends with that we do not talk about this. They know what I do. Occasionally I might get like a, uh, wow, you're brave, but we don't really have these conversations. This is going to spark a lot of conversations. Have, have confidence, be bold. This is the time to talk. The way now that it is overturned i want to say it's illegal now that it's overturned uh we've done one step toward the abolishment now we have to also continue to work on making it unthinkable and how to make it unthinkable is talking about culture on social media if you feel led to share things share the truth be honest um there's just so many things that that we can be doing I really hope that this episode was very informative for you. I hope that um, this has 
giving you some things to think about. If you have any questions, please feel free to reach out. Um, I'm going to have some information and things like that on the website as well on um, thoseofthegirls.com. And we're going to have the Anti-Abortion Social Club page. Well, I'll probably post this video. Um, or if you're listening on podcasts, the podcast obviously will be posted over. And I'll probably post this video on the website as well. But my point is, like, we're going to have this information. We're going to try to also have resources for if you do find yourself in an unplanned pregnancy and you're scared and you're nervous, you are not alone. You're not alone. And I want to help you however I can, get you connected with the right people um, to see what we can do as a community. Because it's another thing, too. This is a community effort. Now, more than ever, we realize how important community is. We realize how important, I mean, I was watching the news and they were talking about how people are now carpooling to work because of gas. This is community. This is how we work together. They don't want us working together. They don't want us working together. They would prefer for us to be divided. They would prefer for us to kill our children and be mad at each other over over things that are going that they want to divide us they don't want us working together because when we work together we can be so much more successful as a country we're able to think clearer we are able to get through things through obstacles easier we work together so make sure you guys share this episode with any of your friends that are confused about what's going on right now whether they're pro-life or if they're even pro-choice, I think this will be just a good episode for them to hear uh, at least a pro-life perspective. Uh, yeah, I guess that's it. Uh, we are the post-row generation. Woo! Yeah! Thank you for listening to Those Other Girls with Mallory and Bailey. Make sure you like, comment, and subscribe on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Head over to our website, thoseothergirls.com, to read our blogs and receive exclusive content. And connect with us on Instagram, at thoseothergirlspodcast, and on Twitter, at TOG underscore podcast. Those Other Girls, changing culture and bringing back traditional values. everyone i am on here to talk to you guys about one of our affiliates culture of life 1972 culture of life 1972 started in 2019 with the vision to design a fashion brand that celebrated all life they care about the impact that style has on future generations one by one they are leading a fashion movement that protects and values life it's simple fashion should be good for you you can head over to their website col 1972.com and use our code those other girls 1972 to get 10% off of all of your purchases. They have cute clothes, jewelry and accessories available for everyone. All right, you guys, thanks so much.